it's time to cover all things Catholic in the heart of South and Central Texas. Live from the studios of the Guadalupe Radio Network, get ready to rise and walk with Richard and Julie Reyna. And good afternoon to all of you tuning in right now to the Guadalupe Radio Network. Thank you for joining us. We're going to have an awesome show today. And I'm looking forward to it, especially because I have my co-host with me again. Julie, how are you doing? It felt really weird to not be here last Monday. And I was really loving listening to the show about Divine Mercy. It was fantastic. So I really appreciated the topic. But I'm super happy that... I'm back in studio today. So am I back in the saddle again. Whoa, back way to go. in the saddle. Don't make um, me sing. I know, right? That's what it gets <laughs> in our heads. Of course, I want to say happy Easter to everybody. Happy We're still Easter, in everyone. Easter season. Absolutely. You know, what's lovely is that when you're a cradle Catholic, but you don't know everything the church teaches, and maybe you didn't grow up doing all the beautiful things that uh, we have in the church, you may not appreciate that Easter is a season and there's an octave and Catholics celebrate all the time. (laughs) So there's always an opportunity to celebrate. And sure enough, it's been a lovely season. So we're really enjoying it. So we say to that, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Christ (laughs) is risen. Uh, The theme of today's show is life. What do we got going on for today's show, Julie? Absolutely. Well, we have someone in studio who we have never hung out with (laughs) before. (laughs) We have Susan Bettis from A Woman's Haven. And she and her husband, Eddie, are Dear, dear friends of the rain, as you and I, yes. we have hung out uh, socially and we've really been invested in their their work because they do good and holy work at a woman's haven. They are saving babies lives. And so we are really thrilled because I was saying this is the first time we have Susan in studio. We've had Eddie on my watch here, uh, um, but, but it's even more of a pleasure to have Susan here today. So we'll be talking to her about all things A Woman's Haven, and we'll be getting some background and also talking to her a little bit about what they're going to do in the upcoming weeks. Oh, yeah. So it's going to come at us really, really quickly. So with that, let's get um, praying. Let's get to praying. And then we'll catch up with a little bit, a few more things going on. So if you'll join me in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Oh, St. Joseph, whose protection is so great, so strong, so prompt before the throne of God, I place in thee all my interests and desires. O St. Joseph, do assist me by thy powerful intercession and obtain for me all spiritual blessings through thy foster son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, so that, having engaged here below thy heavenly power, I may offer thee my thanksgiving and homage to the most loving of fathers. O St. Joseph, never weary contemplating thee, I never weary contemplating thee and Jesus asleep in thine arms. I dare not approach while he reposes near thy heart. Press him in my name and kiss his fine head for me and ask him to return the kiss when I draw my dying breath. Amen. Amen. St. Joseph, patron of departing souls. Pray for us. Pray for us. St. Anthony the Padua. Pray for us. Our Lady Guadalupe. Pray for us. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. I'm liking that prayer more and more and more. I know, and you know, you made me think about... um, you you do this all the time. You just had your share You're about the business of constantly evangelizing evangelizing people everywhere you go. And you're making me think of the, the lovely lady that we met when we went to dinner. And um, her oh, husband, yes. who recently <laughs> passed away, and he has been in my, on my heart. I'd, I'd like to invite all our listeners to pray for the, the repose of the soul of Bill Baca. Yes. He was a parishioner at OLPH. And we met his wife, who was working that night at a restaurant. And it was, of course, very providential. And she was very kind and sweet. And we offered our condolences and told her that we would be praying for his soul. And um, we invite you to pray for him and all the holy souls in purgatory because they are a, a mighty 
a mighty militia who is just waiting for an opportunity to pray for us and intercede for us, and we should be interceding for them as well. Amen. So Amen. that prayer brought me back a little bit. It's a beautiful right, cool. prayer. Yeah, God bless him. We will keep the, him in our prayers Absolutely. and, of course, all his loved ones as well. Absolutely. Um, but just want to quickly mention, in uh, two weeks and three days, uh, our next Fishers of Men Benefit Dinner is going to be taking place, of course, at the Banquet Hall of the Holy Trinity Catholic Church. And this year we are honoring, or we're presenting the Fishers of Men Award to Father Will Combs. Yay, Father Will. Of the Brothers of the <laughs> Beloved Disciple. We yeah, love to I cheer mean, on I, Father I, Will. I He's totally fantastic. Oh, yeah. And you say next, like we've just had it. It feels no, sorry, like it's sorry, been sorry. a bazillion been years, years since you've had your Fishers of Men. It's a fantastic event. People are really excited to gather and, and get together and see each other and support Catholic Radio and the Guadalupe Radio Network. So it's going to be really exciting to get back together. It sure is. <laughs> We're not sending uh, actual invitations out this year. We're doing uh, emails and phone calls and, sure. and, and inviting people personally that way. And uh, hopefully, folks, uh, you all uh, are... are fired up as much as I am for this event. Looking forward to seeing all our wonderful Catholic Radio supporters out there. It's yeah, always it's a fun a time. Of, it's a lot of fun. Now, uh, the, the keynote speaker is the, the the priest with a million dollar smile. Is that how I say it? Oh, yes. Father Ken Geraci of the Fathers of Mercy. He's uh, loved in San Antonio. So those oh, yes. people who know who he is, he's fantastic. And I'm going to share a little secret. His mama actually lives here in San Antonio. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Dun, so dun, now dun, we have dun. to go find her too? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure fantastic. she doesn't want all the publicity. But uh, anyway, he's going to be visiting with her as well. Well, and he's lively. He's fun. I oh, mean, yes. And his he's really deep too. So you can be sure that his his speech or his presentation is going to be fantastic. And we're actually going to have him on the show two weeks from today. Yes, I'm very excited about yeah, it. So we awesome. get to talk and, to him. Oh, I got to mention that. That oh, will actually be. Tell yes, yes. <laughs> da, da, da. You heard it dun, here dun, first. Dun, the big news: Julie's dun, last dun, show dun, 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 as dun, my co-host. <laughs> she's trying to talk over my stuff. <laughs> Um, is is in two weeks. Yeah, so I'm moving on to greener pastures. No, that's not it. I'm no, being no, bumped no. by the by the one and the, only the, by the Sean who's the over there getting embarrassed because we're talking about. So we it were right just now. talking about how you have waited 13 years for a mini you. 13 and a half. And you have. I thought I was your better half, but suddenly. Oh, <laughs> Suddenly, Sean is fantastically the, going we'll call him to. The Sean. Yeah, he's going to be Sean. the Sean. Look at Sean him, the Don. No camera. He's on fantastic. Him right now. So I'm very excited for you. It's going to be awesome, and I've so enjoyed being on the show. But people and are asking, who's Sean? Sean is our new Sean assistant is your general new manager. Assistant general manager. Yeah, that is a fantastic title. It sounds it very official. It is. So. so he is absolutely going to be in this seat and running the show, and it's just going to be fantastic for you guys to be together, and it's just going to be awesome. Yes, it will. So, so, so we're going to make these last three shows. I'm pretty, happy to pretty pass momentous. the baton. <laughs> we'll have to practice that, Sean. Yes, we will. Running the go. relay thing and passing. Actually, the baton. he just got official because he got his business cards in, so he put it all over our Facebook. If you have yet to like our group. Within the Guadalupe Radio Network page on Facebook, please do so. Please do. We've got all thrilled because we hit 200 because we just started it about a week ago, yeah. maybe a little bit longer. And there's been some weird things going on, on Facebook, and you've got to figure out things and how to do things, and there's all kinds of buttons to push and stuff. So yeah, we're excited stuff. about yes, it. Yeah. Yes, yes. So, folks, uh, more awesome things to come. Uh, but I do, getting back to the, to the Fishers of Men, um, being at the, the, the Holy Ch- Banquet Hall at Holy Trinity Catholic Church, because I will say it that way, so when I get it mixed up, it, I get mixed up. <laughs> um, there is limited seating but, uh, due to COVID, of course, so uh, you've got to register 
uh, from our website, grnonline.com. Scroll to the very bottom. If you're on your phone, it will ask you to turn on location services. Just please turn it on. It, it gives you all the San Antonio and South and Central Texas information if you do that mm-hmm. or for your station uh, that you are uh, closest to. So that's how we're not trying to track where you're at. I just want to make sure I give you the right stuff. And if you do that, you scroll to the bottom, you see the information for our Fisher Cement 2021. Um, it, it's funny, though, because the last one we had, we, we started the official Jumbotron I say, I call it that, my, my, jumbo, my jumbo head, my fat head. Oh, I shouldn't say it that way. Um, it was on the screens. I, I know, I don't have a big head, but. Uh, I, I, yeah. He has the world's. <laughs> I know, it's, so, it's, it's a whole conversation. This is a small family. head. This is not a small head. I wear huge hats. He wears tiny hats. It's really yeah, weird. I can fit under uh, one of her hats. <laughs> yes, completely absolutely. myself. It's a whole topic. <laughs> Sorry, for folks. For another show. <laughs> yes, the fat head. P-H-A-T, don't you mean? Um, but that's when I had, my, I had developed a little eye. Oh, uh, that's that's issue. right. That's right. And um, you were looking down at the script, and well, I tried looking down at the script as the event started, and I went, <gasps> couldn't see a darn thing, huh? I can't read it because I have this huge monitor, twenty-five inch <laughs> monitor, and it's like two inches away from my face, so I can read it just fine. But uh, it was an interesting uh, <laughs> event because I realized when I was like, oh my. Oh, they can see my face. <laughs> I need to watch what I do, what I do and what I say. You're having a flashback right now yes, about right your now. last Fisher's yes, event because I have Jumbotron on <laughs> here. I'm fat head. So anyway, so please, folks, register as soon as you get a chance. Um, it's it's going to be, be awesome. awesome please event. try to come. Don't don't worry about the limited seating. Be the one who says I'm going to try very hard to get there because it's a really great event. It's an opportunity to hear a great speaker to honor Father Will to support Guadalupe Radio Network and to see Richard Reyna. You you haven't, you know, this is one of the things of COVID. We've really, you haven't been able to be out very much because a lot of people aren't having events. And we've enjoyed it as a family because you haven't been as busy. But you're in the vineyard. You're in the you're in the business of bringing in the the harvest, right? So yeah. you've got to get out there. So if you want to go see Richard Reyna and his no. new assistant, Bad John, right. yeah. you got to come to the Fishers of Men. Amen. Cool. GRN online. Dot com. Dot com. Um, we also bring it back uh, the Word of Life uh, reflection, monthly reflection, recorded oh. by one of our, our wonderful supporters, uh, Jerry Guadagno. Uh, during our break, we will be airing that for you, and you're cool. going to love it. Uh, it, it. She's got just a beautiful voice, and it's brought to us by the Focolari. And this oh. is what I love about it even more. they got a tight group in San Antonio. Yeah. And I'm sure she's emailing, texting, messaging, <laughs> everything to get the word about this month's fo- Very nice. uh, uh, Word of Life. Very and nice. I'm, I'm hoping we get a lot more viewers on our Facebook live video that's going Ooh. on right now. So uh, it's going to be awesome. Looking forward to that as well. Um, I already got this on there. Oh, yeah, you know what? Bishop Bianca's anniversary. Yes, absolutely. There was a huge spread in today's Catholic a couple weeks ago. On Bishop Yantha's ordination anniversary. I'm going to assume it was 50 years. Uh, but no, maybe it, it was more. It was much more than that. I want to say it was 65. I don't okay, know. I'm great with that. He's brilliant and fabulous, and we love him and we miss him. We haven't had the opportunity to see him in a while, but he's beloved by our family, and he's very close to us, and uh, we have a history together, so we are very grateful for Bishop Yantha. We're, actually, he's kind of related to the topic with Susan because he was known uh. to pray in front of the abortion clinics all the time. Well, and when they first did he was arrested rescue, at one point. Yeah, he laid in front of the doors, one of the facilities here, and was arrested. Yeah, and, and I want to say that they featured one of those pictures of him praying at the at the fencing way back in the day, right before he was being arrested. And he is serious. He is a serious pro-life bishop and... Uh, we thank him for what he's done to pioneer the movement in San Antonio, and I'm so glad that he is a beautiful and holy priest. Congratulations he is, he is on your dearly ordination. dearly loved, for sure. 
65. Yeah, it's been 65 year anniversary. Way to go. Thank you for that, Mike. Brilliant. So, with that, we got our early edition of today's Catholic and the insert. Or was it just this? Yeah, talk about snazzy layouts. This just came in the mail yesterday. Our new auxiliary bishop, which will be ordained, and I'm sure you'll be saying installed. On April 20th. Yes, April 20th. I'm assuming that St. Martha Evangelist, Catholic Church, and. I need to read through this whole thing because it had a lot of wonderful information about it. I flipped through it and I was amazed. I don't know if you want to show it to people on the camera, but this is a swanky, swanky magazine that that the Archdiocese published. And it is like chock full of all kinds of information about him, his background, his growing up and his family members. There's articles about all kinds of aspects where he's been and what he's done. People congratulating him left and right. The Guadalupe Radio Network has an ad in there, of course, to congratulate him. And it's very, very cool and really interesting to see his background because I've never heard of him, obviously, but he's going to be one of our bishops here in San Antonio. That's awesome. So we're really excited for him and we ask God's blessing upon him. But check it out because it's a really thorough layout. I was really impressed with how yep. fancy it was. Yep. So, Auxiliary yeah. Bishop Gary, uh, Bishop-elect, I should say, uh, Bishop Gary Yannick. So God bless you. Know that you we have now Absolutely. added you to our prayers. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. Hope to um, have him on the radio uh, with So us. this past week was Easter week. Easter not, not week. Holy week. But Easter week, Easter week, um, and uh, the during the octave of Easter, which yes. is still a beautiful time. Uh, on Thursday, we uh, Sean and I were at the in, in Uvalde, Uvalde, visiting some of our supporters and, and listeners out there oh, and yes. sponsors. Uh-huh. And we had a great time, especially we connected with Marie McCluskey. Yay, she's a Marie, sweetie. Yes, if she's uh, listening, God bless you. If she's you. listening, hey, how you doing, Marie? But uh, <laughs> she gave us some new cards, and, uh, and, uh, and she mentioned oh, listening yes. to our show on the Holy Face of Jesus, and it's got a prayer on the back of it as well. They are beautiful. So we want to make sure and get these out there uh, to anybody who wants them. I think she we've got about really made my day, and, and what's beautiful is that she's like the third or fourth person that we've heard from that really loved the show where we featured uh, talking about the devotion to the Holy Face. And it was something new to us. Um, we were just trying to spread it as an opportunity to give you yet another thing to meditate on during Lent and preparation for Holy Week. And it really moved me. And I, in fact, um, ordered a book on devotion to the Holy Face. And I'm thrilled to have it with me because it's full of prayers and there's an arch confraternity. And then you told me that Marie did this. And I just awesome. thought... This was brilliant, and so you're actually giving these out. You're yes. you're giving them to whoever will stand still long enough for you to Take hand those them seeds to them. And spread them. So that's Absolutely, what we do. and it is beautiful. So I encourage you if you didn't hear our show about the Holy Face, go back to the podcast, to Facebook. I'm sure you can see it there, yep. and um, it was beautiful. And we didn't get to cover half as much as we would like to because it's a very beautiful and detailed devotion. But I tell you what, it's not just for the Lenten season or Easter or Holy Week even, it's really for every day. And I encourage you to find out more about devotion to the Holy Face. Thank you, Marie, for doing this. This is lovely. And we're going to make sure to continue your sweet devotion by spreading these out as far and wide as we can. Amen. Amen. Absolutely. So, Marie, you're awesome. Uh, Divine Mercy Sunday yesterday. Divine Mercy Sunday was a big ah, day yesterday. Yes, yes, it sure was. And I remember doing last. Remember doing last week's show was yes, on Divine absolutely. Mercy Sunday with Dave and Joan Maroney. The Maronis. And yes. I love this. I was sad I wasn't here because they're so great. They are awesome. I think she and I would have. You've never had them in studio when I've been in the oh. studio. So I, we've interviewed them on on the phone. 
and it was a great show and they're just very passionate about the devotion to jesus and divine mercy and it was a really good show so i hope people um went out and celebrated in whatever capacity they could i know we used to attend at chestahova and i believe they had their event yesterday yes so um find out more about the devotion if you can i've read the diary it's beautiful and find out more about St. Faustina Kowalska because it is beautiful. And sometimes when you're looking for it, look up Divine Mercy in My Soul. We know it as the, 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 the diary, diary of St. Faustina, Faustina, but the specific yes. name is Divine Mercy yes. in My Soul. And last thing, uh, hopefully you all are back at Holy Mass because now that yes. we're at 100% capacity, uh, I, although I understand it's instead of six feet apart, they want you at three feet apart. Right. But still, hopefully but, you're there. Yeah, I mean, we're actually wondering if many people realize that that announcement was made because I, I'm sure there are many people who don't who don't know yet that our archbishop has opened up the masses to be um, able to be attended at a hundred percent. So if you were waiting for that moment when you would get clearance as far as like being able to go and not have to, for for instance, at our parish, we were having to make reservations and it was very, you know, consistent. So what a lovely thing. In fact, I think I panicked a little bit because I didn't make the reservations. And then you looked at me and said, well, it's 100%. So we should be able to be there. It's fantastic. (laughs) And what a joy to be at Holy Mass um, and and just not be uh, limited by number. So I encourage you. I encourage you if you are capable. And I know a lot of people have limits. I know there are things that are that are weighing on people's hearts and minds and health and issues. If you feel called to get back to Holy Mass, Put your trust in God, surrender to him. His holy will is perfect and get back to Holy Mass because now we're at 100%. Amen. Praise Amen. Jesus. So we're going to take a quick break. <clears throat> and when we get back, we're going to be speaking with Susan Pettis of A Woman's Haven. <laughs> and we're going to talk about all the wonderful things that they're doing to include the awesome event. God bless you. We'll be right back with more. Stay tuned for more Rise and Walk here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. This is the Word of Life, a scripture passage offered as a guide and inspiration for daily living. The Word of Life for April 2021 is, I am the Good Shepherd. The Good Shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. From John chapter 10, verse 11. Images from biblical culture marked by the slow pace of nomadic and pastoral life seem far removed from our daily demand for efficiency and competition. Yet we, too, sometimes feel the need to pause, find a place to rest, and be with someone who takes us just as we are. Jesus presents himself as the one who is ready, more than anyone, to welcome us and offer us rest. Indeed, he is ready to give his life for each one of us. This word of life comes from a long passage in John's Gospel, where Jesus assures us that he is the presence of God in each person's life story, just as promised by the prophets to the people of Israel. See Ezekiel chapter 34, verses 24 to 31. Jesus is the shepherd and guide who knows and loves his sheep, which means he knows and loves his people, who at times are weary and lost. He is not a stranger who ignores the flock's needs, nor a thief that comes to steal, nor a brigand who kills and scatters, nor a mercenary who acts only out of self-interest. I am the good shepherd. 
the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The flock that Jesus considers to be his own certainly consists of his disciples and all those who have already received the gift of baptism, but there are others too. Jesus knows every human being. He calls them by name and tenderly cares for each one. As the true shepherd who not only guides us toward life and searches for us whenever we go astray, he has also already given his life for us so that we can experience the fullness of personal communion with him. This is the will of the Father. And although mortally wounded by sin, we can rediscover our brother and sisterhood. Each of us can try to recognize God's voice, hear his word addressed to us, and trustingly follow it. Above all, we can be sure that we are loved, understood, and forgiven unconditionally by the one who tells us, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. When we experience, even for a bit, this silent but powerful presence in our lives, we begin to ardently want to share this experience and grow in our capacity to care and welcome others. Following Jesus' example, we can try to know and better understand our family members, colleagues, and neighbors, allowing their needs to disturb our peaceful lives. Love can give us great imagination as we find ways of involving others in what we do, and vice versa. In our own small way, we can contribute to building fraternal and open communities capable of patiently and courageously accompanying many others on their journey through life. Commenting on this gospel phrase in April 1997, Focolare founder Chiara Lubick wrote, quote, Jesus will openly say of himself, no one has greater love than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. And he lives his offering to the full. His love is a sacrificial love, that is, a love made up of a real willingness to offer, to give one's life. God also asks of us acts of love that have, at least in intention and decision, the measure of his love. Only such a love is Christian love, not just any love, not a veneer of love, but a love so great that it puts our life at stake. By loving in this measure, our lives as Christians will take a qualitative leap, and then we will see men and women from every corner of the earth gather around Jesus, attracted by his voice. End quote. This commentary is written by Letizia Magri, a scripture expert and a member of the work of Mary, also known as the Focolari Movement. For more information about living the word of life, visit the website for the Focolari's award-winning monthly magazine, livingcitymagazine.com, or visit the website for the Focolari in the United States and Canada at F-O-C-O-L-A-R-E dot U-S. 
Now, back to Rise and Walk with Richard and Julie. All right, folks, and we are back here with more Rise and Walk on the Guadalupe Radio Network in South and Central Texas. Five beautiful stations. I'm loving that. That's Amen. awesome. Amen. Amen. And we have with us in studio, uh, Susan, I was going to say, a woman's name. Well, yes, but Susan Pettis, because <laughs> uh, I'm not used to you and Julie. You're right. I'm, this is a dynamic we've never had before. Right. We're Yay. usually welcome to the studio. Complimenting Susan. each other on the, on the, on the, the win on the pool game. That's or, right. You know. Yeah. I want to do a shout out to Kathy Nix, of course. She's saying welcome, Sean, Yay, to the station. Kathy. And then good we luck with Kathy. those crazy Raina people. That's us. So... <laughs> And of course, Patton uh, Basile, uh, I'm sure uh, Dave is tuning in as well. But folks, please tune in to our Facebook live stream. And share uh, it. And share it because uh, we get Get the uh, word out on the topic of the day. Help us get the word out, please, folks. Um, But let's get right to the interview. You know, our, our, our listeners, not all of them may not fully grasp about a woman's haven. Can you tell Who us how you? a woman's haven got, Susan? got started? And <laughs> well, a woman's haven is a pregnancy crisis center, and we pride ourselves in calling ourselves a crisis center as opposed to just a pregnancy center because okay. we know that our expertise is the, the crisis, the niche, when a woman is finds out or thinks that she's pregnant, wants mm-hmm. to confirm she's pregnant, and there's no... The crisis is not the pregnancy. Right. The, the pregnancy becomes a crisis because she's already in crisis. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh. There's already crises in her life. Mm-hmm. Abs- the father's not there. Circumstances. Yeah. E- she, income. Income. The uh, right? Transportation barriers. Uh, all kinds of barriers mm-hmm. that the woman now she's pregnant or thinks she's pregnant and she thinks there's no way that I can have this baby. Mm-hmm. Abortion is my is my best decision mm-hmm. already. And then they flee to the, you know, they go straight to the abortion facility. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's three in San Antonio, uh, uh, you know, offices that are actually physically doing abortions. And that and, is on, uh, maybe I should advertise them. Okay, so there's three. Yeah, well, yeah, you can look them up. <laughs> okay, you can find them. Yeah, we they, don't want to help find, people find them. They find them, too. You know, but how did a woman's haven internet. begin, like, because you're, 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 you've been there for a while and your history is in your family. So mm-hmm. tell us how a woman's haven got started. So my mother-in-law first started as a counselor at a woman's haven, and she was asked to be the executive director really quick. Mm-hmm. And she she knew that I was at home with my second, my it's my second set of children, but my first of my second set of children. <laughs> and I had done, I had a lot of corporate experience. I have accounting experience, operational experience, and she knew this. And so I was at home with my two-year-old after, you know, what, 18 years of managerial accounting experience. And she said, hey, you know, so this is what happened. I got asked to do this and I'm here and I'm wondering if you would just come help me organize. <laughs> gotcha. And how many years ago was that? <laughs> that was in 2004. <laughs> That's the way it That was in 2004, happens, yes. And and so for years, she she made sure the office was staffed mostly by her because volunteers, you know, are kind of they don't always come in when they're mm-hmm. supposed to or it's mm-hmm. not a, you know, priority priority to them. It's not a job. And so she would keep the office running and I would do everything else, <laughs> whatever yeah. that was, you know, whether that was a negotiate a contract for phone services or get insurance coverage or, uh, you know, any, anything and everything, develop procedures, policies, um, all kinds of whatever she needed, whatever support she needed. I was able, I had wow. experience in all of that. So I was able to do that for her and she was my mother-in-law. So, you know, <laughs> you couldn't say no. I couldn't really <laughs> say no. And, 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 you know, to this day, she still will chastise me for saying, not saying no to enough people. And I'm thinking, you're like the major person who takes advantage of me right That's there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like the person I should say she's no like, to. Yeah. She's like, except for me. <laughs> except yeah. for me. Say no to everybody else. So you can say yes to me. She, well, one you know. of the wonderful things that I love about y'all is, 
So, for example, you mentioned three facilities in San Antonio, abortion facilities. Mm-hmm. Well, the the I think the largest one or one of the larger ones, uh, you all surprisingly opened up a facility right next door to them. Fifty feet. Fifty feet from the and sidewalk. Took them on head on. Of Planned Parenthood. And yes. I'm sure they didn't like that, <laughs> but it's all for life. Trying to sell, help those yes. those women in crisis um, and and to help those babies come to fruition and be born. I mean that was that's and awesome to save the mothers. Yes, make from it the very clear of the abortion doctors, and not and I want to make this part clear because it's not always made clear. Not just okay, cool, do that whole pro birther thing where they're just just where they're born. Right, you help them not after just, they're born as well. Right, not just convince right. them to make a decision for life. Um, it's really not that hard to convince them to make a decision for life because mm-hmm. mothers don't really want to kill their children. Sure, number one. Number two, they they want to bond with their baby and they want to protect their baby. But when they think that they can't help their baby or help when they think they can't survive, when they think they can't survive if they have the baby, whether that's another baby or that's a first baby, when they think they can't survive, Mm -hmm. then they go into survival mode and that becomes them first baby is last. Right. Mm -hmm. So when they come to see us, you know, we have our normal our usual uh, philosophy and ways that we are with women. We love them. We understand them. We're very compassionate. We're not judgmental. You know, we don't ask, you know, well, you've already had five children. How did you get yourself in this situation? We don't talk about any of that. We just meet them right where they are and get to know them by asking them questions about their life. Mm -hmm. What is their relationship with, with the father of the baby? What's their relationship with their family? Where are they living? Where are they working? And we just get to know them through that. And we can kind of, all of the crises kind of come to the top. Sure. And then, you know, as a standard, we do fetal development education. Because you would be surprised how many women do not know when a baby has a heartbeat, mm-hmm. when a baby has fingers and toes, and when a baby can see, and all these things, right? Well, so we, it's also because a lot of lies are even put out about yes. well, it's just a clump of cells, right, it's not right. even a baby, right. it's the giraffe at first, and right. then it's... It's ridiculous the amount of misinformation right. that's put out purposely so that these young Absolutely. women or older women can can write it off as saying, well, it's not really, really um, well, killing a well, human being because they've been fed all the ridiculousness. Right. So they hear all of the stuff about, you know, it's this and it's not a life. I don't I think most women, uh, most people today with technology with the internet and just mm-hmm. how 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 much access we have to information. Mm-hmm. I think most women know. It is a baby, mm-hmm. but that's a very abstract thing when you haven't gone into the specifics of what, how the development goes, Sure, what's already happening at four or five weeks by the mm-hmm. time you think you're pregnant and you sure. get a pregnancy test, right? And then we do abortion risk information education because we want her to know you can die from this procedure. Oh, yeah. um, you can never have children again from this right. procedure because the obvious is that you're going to you know, kill the child. The woman knows this. Mm-hmm. But you have to also speak to her as a person. She's in survival mode and let her know these are the real things. So we go over abortion procedures, exactly what happens in the procedure and all the risks that are associated with that. Wow. And the most common risk is that they are going to have a complications, ex- mental, mental health issues oh, yes. going forward in their life. Sure. That nope. affect their parenting and their future relationships. And, and those things are, you know, they're more prone to depression, suicide, 
Uh, uh-huh. addiction all you know it just opens the door to so many different things that they can never take back right yeah. right and it's interesting that you say that because a lot of women i think are in the mode of i'm going to do this and it's never going to be it's going to it, go go be away. off the table i'm never yes. going to think about it again right it's going to be solved and gone for the rest of my life right. and you bring them into the reality of not only are you you're putting your your own body at risk this is something that can stay with you for a long time, mentally, physically, forever, forever. Mm-hmm. And you're giving them that that reality in mm-hmm. hopes that that will give them more inf- information right. towards making the decision to not hurt themselves and their baby. Right. So. And then three years ago, four years ago, uh, in March of 2017, <clears throat> we launched our mobile ultrasound van. And Which we parked fantastic. that in one of the abortion facility. If we can't be there, like as a brick and mortar, like we are with the the uh, Southwest, uh, the greater, what is it, the... Planned Parenthood of the Greater Southwest or Southwest Planned Parenthood, whatever they call right. themselves. Mm-hmm. That's the one that we're next door to. So we're physically there. But if we can't be physically next door or in front of an abortion facility, we take our mobile ultrasound van there. Mm-hmm. And we staff that with a nurse and a registered nurse. And she provides all of the services. It is and we can do a pregnancy test, thing. an ultrasound, and all of our counseling wow. at, right there. And, you know, that's the power tool in the shed is the ultrasound. So yeah. we, when we launched mobile services, we also launched what we call medical services because up until that point, we were only doing pregnancy testing. Okay. We didn't have oh. ultrasound services on site. But ever since March of 2017, we have. And so our numbers of how many women we serve has just gone up exponentially. And, um, you know, that ultrasound, if it, no matter what you say to them in a, in this, in a counseling session, the ultrasound is what they really want and what they're mm-hmm. there for because an ultrasound answers so many questions for them. It answers how far along they are, mm-hmm. and the gestation tells them a lot of things. It tells them everything that they want to know about how they got pregnant, and it tells them everything they want to know about how long uh, do they have to have an abortion, right. to have an abortion legally right. in Texas, and, and, and what type of abortion will they be able to have, right? right? Wow. Because the medical abortion where they take the pills is up to nine weeks of gestation, and in Texas, you can only have a surgical abortion up to 22 weeks wow. in Texas. So they're there to find out how much time do I have to make this decision right. and more importantly, to get the money together to pay for this. And we're offering free services. Mm-hmm. So it's in that moment of opportunity there. She's seeking that information that we're mm-hmm. able to give her all of the information, information that we want to give her. And you're also providing her with a beautiful, blessed opportunity. I've seen it happen live, both in the van and at the center where the mother is literally hearing that heartbeat and seeing that baby on the screen. Right. On the big and screen seen, TV at the foot of her bed. Right, <laughs> I've seen the reactions to in both scenarios of a woman deciding to keep her baby and a woman deciding to not look and to can I pray that she didn't. It was very traumatic to be in that room with her because I was trying to will her secretly and privately to save that baby. And I pray that she didn't go through with it. But right. that is a moment right there. Your nurses are so fantastic. And it is the moment when, gosh, the, I would hope the whole world changes in that moment because some of these and babies it, are and waving and moving. And I mean, it's. A blessed thing. Technology is a beautiful thing. And you're using it to show these women, this is a little sweet soul. This is yours. This baby is yours. God's given you this baby. And it's beautiful, beautiful work. I want to know how it's been since you've been how long 50 feet away from that Planned Parenthood of Babcock? We opened our doors there on May 21st of 2019. Okay. And so we'll be there almost two years. Almost two years already. Yes. Okay. So there's a lot to talk about just in that because I want to know 
how has it increased your traffic? Because I'm sure it has significantly. Mm-hmm. And also in this weird thing of COVID, how what has been the difference in the changes in that aspect? So first, tell us a little bit about how it just literally gave you access to more women. Right. The the abortion facilities are a magnet for us. That's why our one of our core philosophies is we go to the abortion facility in whatever capacity we can, whether that's an office or that's a mobile ultrasound van. That's what we use as a backup. And, you know, we work with the sidewalk support there. We let them know we're there so that they can let the women know who will listen to them that we're there. And then we also are there visually, you know, Mm -hmm. they can see that we're there. Um, So we moved into that office. We had phones ringing at our old office on Wurzbach road one day. Mm -hmm. And the very next day they were ringing at the new location. (laughs) Right. And, you know, because we had, well, we couldn't really have two offices going at one time. We weren't staffed for that. We didn't Mm -hmm. have furniture for that. So, and computers. So we literally just packed up one morning and moved in and started answering the phones there that day. And we, we, and we instantly doubled our client, our, the number of women coming through our doors by being 50 feet from Planned Parenthood. Mm -hmm. I mean, if that wasn't enough proof, we didn't change anything. I mean, yes, we had changed our address on our website and things like that, uh, on, you know, on the internet presence, we had updated our address, but there was no advertising that went out. We didn't do anything extra. All we did was move 50 feet from Planned Parenthood, and we had now 200 clients a month. Wow, that's crazy. Wow. Okay, so we went now, from during, 100 during COVID, a month to 200 a month, and during so COVID, during COVID, you did not stop. We working. did not stop. We you, did not close. You took whatever risk you felt you could do. Your staff was very willing and dedicated. Yes, and y'all came in at a time when a lot of people weren't going to work because it was scary. And we you found open the that whole what? Time. You found that women were still coming? Or? Yeah, the same. It, did the, the numbers same increase? Amount. Uh, I mean, how did the... How, I, how, I, I, don't, I don't think the numbers, a tiny bit, I mean, maybe 10%, but that was only because there were times that the abortion facility was closed. Okay. There were some oh, days so. where they got closed by the governor and then they got reopened okay. and, and they were fighting back and forth with their attorneys, you know, to, to open back up. So mm-hmm. uh, the increase was very small, but what we did notice was that the difficulty of getting a woman to choose life was was it was harder. The, right. That difficulty was greater, and they would tell us they expressed two concerns: I'm pregnant, and if I get COVID, it's going to be dangerous for me and my baby. Hmm. Which is interesting. Their abortion, I know that's thinking, but they'll say right. dangerous for my baby, which doesn't make sense if I'm going to kill my baby as right. the option. So then, yeah, right. So keep don't keep the baby because if you keep the baby, the baby may be at risk because I get COVID. Right. And then the other issue was, look at how the world is. This COVID, how yeah, can I bring scary. a baby? It was just another right. fear. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, another another. Another topic that the fear would be there with them on mm-hmm. the, the uncertainty of what gotcha. of what the world looks like with COVID nineteen. You know, as you're speaking and sharing about the services and, and dealing with the women when they come in, uh, you know, I've never gone through any of the training uh, for to be a counselor. On God's called me to call up radio, um, but it'd be neat to actually go through it to see how you can tell, even as you're talking about it, how you can be compassionate to them and show them some love, and that's probably. They've never probably felt it that way before. Mm-hmm. Somebody cares right. about me in a way that I'm not used to. That they care about me and they care about right. the life of my child and my well-being even after the child is born. And that just must really blow them away. Yes. So I, I love yes. that, you're, that you're doing that. And I love the way you address this by going to the problem and trying to fix it. They're 50 feet away. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. Okay. Um, and when we come back, I want to know what's coming up new for A Women's Haven to include, of course, the wonderful, I'm going to say event, but kind of events. It's Back to back. Back to back. So we'll get more from Susan Pettis and a woman's table. We'll be right back. 
Stay tuned for more Rise and Walk here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Our 2021 Fishers of Man Benefit Dinner is scheduled for Thursday, April 29th at the Banquet Hall at the Holy Trinity Catholic Church. And our keynote speaker this year is the wonderful Father Ken Geraci of the Fathers of Mercy. This year's award recipient is Father Will Combs of the Brothers of the Beloved Disciple. Toss in 180 of all of you, and this will be a recipe for an exciting event. To register or for more information, visit grnonline.com. You're listening to Rise and Walk with my dad and mom, Richard and Julie Reyna. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. Hello, sisters in Christ. How do you feel seeing your husband and son playing, reading, or praying together? As a mom of three boys, I find it heartwarming. To encourage this father-son time, they join the troops of St. George in an outdoor apostolate that brings fathers and sons together and deepens their relationship with the Eternal Father. At campouts, they hike, whittle, pray the rosary, and more. It's great hearing their adventures and seeing smiles after. Check them out at troopsofstgeorge.org, Facebook, and Twitter. May God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Guadalupe Radio Network and being part of the family. As family, we have a duty to pray for each other, and we would be honored if you would let us pray with you and for you. You don't even have to tell us your name. Just go to our website, grnonline.com, or call our prayer request line and leave us a message at 800-395-4008. That's 800-395-4008. We will be praying for you every day. I've never heard y'all before. There is this lady with her big white SUV, and on the back of the windshield is this big cross with y'all's radio station underneath. Put it on y'all's radio station anyhow, and then it starts talking about the saints and how the saints give you signs, and they lead you into the right direction. I just appreciate you and God for putting that sign in my life and letting me know that it, it is Him, and it's okay. The Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul. Now, back to Rise and Walk with Richard and Julie. And today we include Susan Pettis from A Woman's Haven. <laughs> Woohoo! Talking about all things A Woman's Haven and hearing about the wonderful work that they do and how they're hitting head on the the abortion industry uh, with no holes barred. They're going right at it. And um, thank you for, <laughs> for doing it the way you do it. Um, what's new for the center? Uh, am I saying that right? The center? I don't know. Oops, Woman's Haven? Uh, what's new? Well, what's new is we hit an all-time high of how many clients we're seeing at Babcock last month. We saw over wow. 300 women in March. Wow. Our, okay, so that's facility. a good thing and a bad thing because that means there's still a lot of women seeking out abortions. Mm-hmm. But it's a good thing because you're there to help them understand what that means and, and hopefully change their minds for life. Yes. Hopefully wow. help them to not make a decision that they will regret right. for a Absolutely. lifetime. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. So what do you think is the reason for the increase during the month of March? I mean, what is Well, the- already like it was, you know, 200 clients when we first moved in two years ago, and it's just mm-hmm. steadily increased. That's just that's word of mouth. That's crazy. That's just word of mouth. Yeah. So, um, you know, the po- it's not that the population has grown so much or that more women are seeking abortion. It's just um, just that we're. Wow. People know about us more. And wow. More, you know. OK, so you have a staff. How many people do you have on staff right now? Do you? I mean, well, have we have we have a or? lot of uh, staff members. Currently, there's uh, 11 at the okay. office, wow. on, and 10 of them provide direct client services. Wow, wow, so, that's a lot of people. Yes, but they're not all full time people. What we keep in the office to have our office fully staffed is one manager, three counselors, one nurse counselor okay. to do ultrasounds, and one receptionist. So we keep five full time employees equivalent at our mm-hmm. office at all times. 
but we're open 54 hours a week at that location. Wow. Mm-hmm. So we're wow. staffing for more than 40 hours a week. So that's why we also have So I know you're looking for people to help you in that capacity. Yes, we are. And, and we're, we're wanting to reach out to our listeners to see if there's anybody interested. There's a very specific skill set. I mean, it's a very special person that would want to be involved in this scenario. Of course, you're, you're totally happy to have volunteers to help in every, any aspect, I'm sure. But the staff members go through a certain amount of training and they have to be a really good fit. What can you tell us about yeah. someone who might be listening who might think, well, maybe I could do that. What would you say would be the the skills they would need and, and what would they be asked to do? Because that's going to be a calling. I'm mm-hmm. yeah. so just, it definitely oh has to be the Lord calling you to it because that's the only way you're going to stay. Yes, yeah. right. um, it, it is stressful and, and, it, and it is very uh, spiritual warfare is mm-hmm. happening all the time. I right. told one of my nurse counselors today that she was saying she has a lot of stress sometimes because she keeps the woman's situation with her after oh, the I'm session. I'm sure she carries wow. it with her. And I told Absolutely. her, I said, well, you know that when she walks into your office, the devil's walking in with her, right? Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, He's if, ready if to she's go. abortion bound, if she's abortion determined, she that's what's happening. The devil has already walked mm-hmm. into your counseling room, you know? I said, so you need to pray ahead of time that you have the words mm-hmm. to say what he wants you to say, what, right. what God wants you to say. And then you need to pray when it's over so that you can be free of those that that's those spirits you know that that the demons yeah, would just leave great, great um, you know so, and and so that you could for, let go of are you looking for counselors what are you looking for and, so, and, and why the need so oh, well why the need well we always have a need because we're always um trying to gear up for you know maybe uh we have people going on vacation or maybe someone's moving on to another job or maybe we need extra we're going to expand our hours in front of the abortion facility so the more competent staff members we have the more women and children and unborn babies we can save literally amen and we we sometimes are holding off on expanding hours because we don't have enough staff to cover what we need so what we need is we need um receptionists and we need counselors and a receptionist can end up being a counselor but everybody is trained to answer the phone um, because that's part of your training dealing with abortion uh determined women and we also need nurses so we need somebody that's either an LVN or an RN. Okay. And if they are nurses, then they get trained in all of the counseling aspect, but they also get trained in limited diagnostic ultrasound. Okay. So they provide the ultrasound, but they are also trained counselors. Sure. So all of that training we provide. Wow. We provide all of that training. Um, it's not that it takes a really long time. Like counseling training might take a week, 40 hours. Nurse, nurse training might, you know, a diagnostic ultrasound might take another 24 hours, but um, you either have the aptitude to do it or you don't. So, right. that, you know, it's an right. office. We have we use technology. Uh, we have policies and procedures. And it also is a stressful job. Like I said, you know, the, 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 the thing you're dealing with is you're trying to provide a choice for life versus mm-hmm. a choice for death that mm-hmm. every, you know, this on the sidewalk next to you, basically. Um, so you're trying to provide a superior product, but also convince somebody that it is a superior product. Mm-hmm. Um, you're funny. And, you talk about what you do, like I talk about Catholic Radio. Sometimes I say it's the perfect product because I think it is. But right. I don't well, down, you know, but. nine out of ten women. The stati- statistics are that no matter what a woman's mindset is or her personal situation, that when she walks into an abortion facility, if she broaches the doors of an abortion facility, she will end. Nine out of ten women will end up with an abortion. Nine out of ten pregnant women will end up with an abortion. Okay. If they broach the doors of a pregnancy center, nine out of ten of them will end up 
choosing to parent their child. Wow. So it has everything to do with which door they go through. Correct. Which door do they go through first? Um, Or which door are they most convinced by? Sometimes we have women come to us that have already gone to the abortion facility Mm -hmm. or after us, they go there and then they come back. Right. You know, so they say things like, y'all are, you know, they treated me really bad over there. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't let me see the ultrasound. Mm. They wouldn't right. give me pictures. Right. Um, so so I just decided to come pivotal. back to you. So your staff people are pivotal in the process because you do know what works as far as like helping them come to the realization of what an abortion really means for them and their mm-hmm. child. And it takes and a certain the kind of person. Right. Yes. A certain kind of person who can deal with the imagination. Uh, um, with the heaviness of that yes Yes. and you know what's interesting just in the little time that we spent with y'all and everything it really is very easy to pretend like this whole world doesn't exist if you go into the regular world and you're not on the battlefront like y'all are on it's very easy to forget that this battle is minute by minute second by second that you're constantly at the trenches right it's a very open secret and the the number i'm telling you the women it's like a turnstile. There's just constantly young women, yes. uh, women with Catholic stickers on their cars, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, wearing crucifixes or, you know, whatever. I mean, this is a real issue that everyone should be aware of. And it's something that we encourage you. If you are intrigued at all by what you're, we're talking about right now, look up a woman's haven. It's is it a woman's haven dot com? Dot org. Dot org. Yes. And, and find out what they do because they are doing incredible work. Very difficult, hard, glorious work. If you're interested yes. in working for us and, be, and, and getting an interview, <laughs> just call our main office number. And if you don't have anywhere to write it down now, you can find us on our website, mm-hmm. awomanshaven.org. And it's a woman, one woman's haven, W-O-M-A-N, not W-O-M-E-N, right? So our main number is 210-224-2902. So if you have something to write down. And I guess really the... You have to be passionately pro-life, That's obviously, right, yes. right, right. to right. to want to uh, and come to work listening. for us. It, yes. it sounds like a very specific skill set, but I guarantee you, there are people listening who may who may themselves be somebody or know somebody who is a good fit. And if God's calling you, He'll find a way to get you there. So, Amen, Amen. But you know, you got an event. Yeah, well, let's talk about it because we, we don't want to run out of time. You've got a big well, thing happening. But wait, the, one of the main reasons that we need the the oh, staff members right. <laughs> is to expand the services we're already providing where right. we already are at. But we are actually already in the process of remodeling a second location, the second office location. So we have one office location. Wow. Then we have the van which is a mobile location. Then we have another office location. We want to open up just two doors down from the Planned Parenthood on San Pedro Ooh, Avenue, close to downtown right San Antonio. Right next to the college, right? Yes, it's a, the, yes, the college is the on college one student, side, then right. Bill Miller, and Crazy. then Planned Parenthood. Crazy. And so we are in the process of remodeling. We're waiting on some permits from the city right now, remodeling, mm-hmm. and we're going to need a full staff there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that full staff looks wow. like probably around 10 Ten wow. employees. Wow. So, so that takes that takes help, financial help, right? Yes, so, that takes so, financial help. Definitely. <laughs> t- tell us. I mean, you depend on the providence of God, but you're asking good people to step forward and help you. So, yes. you're going to have an event or yes. a couple events. What are you going to do? Tell us about them. So, we're, it's pretty amazing. We think it's amazing that uh, we have Sarah Palin. Um, you know, ex governor of Alaska, yes. ex vice president elect for. Uh, the United States uh, coming to very speak. pro-life. Yeah, she's very pro-life. Yes. She's coming all the way to Texas to Woo-hoo. speak to us and two nights in a row. 
So we'll have her on Thursday night, April 22nd, Friday night, April 23rd. That's Great. not this week, but next, next week. week. Mm-hmm. And the event is free to attend. Wow. It is a fundraiser. We will be doing a plea for financial help at the end of the event, but mm-hmm. we will serve you a very nice dinner, mm-hmm. and you will be inspired, you will be mm-hmm. edified, and you will get to see Sarah Palin live and not just on uh, the It'll network. It'll be a great on, event. Your events TV. are always fantastic, so yes. I yes, highly encourage you. We, we also are um, having a Sarah Palin VIP event, oh, so wow. if you're interested in that, we would like to know that as well, and that uh, happens right before the event. So again, it's free to attend. And the way that you register is you just go to www.sarahpalinevent.com. Okay. And once you click there, then it will take you to the option of choosing the Thursday night event or the Friday night event. Okay. Gotcha. They are identical events, so don't sign up for both. <laughs> okay. What? You unless won't be missing out. Fan. Yeah, unless you're <laughs> unless you're an epic fan like Julie. Julie and Richard will be there two nights in a row. Um, but we always have a fantastic time. There's a lot of laughing, a lot of crying, yes. and just a lot of just in- passionate people well, coming and just together for a the lot cause. of encouragement too. Mm-hmm. If this is an issue that you have been has been on your heart and has bothered you and right. hurt you, you've mm-hmm. suffered from this and you're currently suffering. If you come to our event, you will be there will be healing. Uh, you will be beginning. healed and you yes. will be you will have hope. Yes. You will have hope. I'm always so hopeful. I agree. After one of it's our a, events. If for people who think, oh my goodness, this is going to be a really hard event. Oh, it's beautiful in so many ways. It's amazing. There's there's encouragement, there's love, there's charity, there's devotion, there's just incredible generosity, and it is a glory. Y'all do great events. We've we've been to all of yours, and it is just fantastic every single time. So if you if you're listening right now and you are at all interested, go because it'll be a worthy event and you will be pulled in. And we already signed up, so we're already signed up. <laughs> so you won't take our spots. Yeah, so. absolutely. You know, you know what else you get from our events? You get proof in the pudding, as they call it. So absolutely. you get the information of how you have supported us. What have we done with that money? Absolutely. What have we done? How are we growing? How many more clients mm-hmm. are we you get serving? An update. Mm-hmm. You also get vision. You right. get what's next. Right. And y'all are what always are we doing next? moving on to the next beautiful thing. Well, God always keeps putting it right you. in front of us. <laughs> yes. He, he He's keeps putting it right you. in front of us. Yes. I, I didn't want to buy a building or be next door to Planned Parenthood, but he said, <laughs> well, the building's for sale. Yeah. Tugged on our Okay. Well, I guess you're trying to tell me something here. Wow. Okay. So, yes. It's amazing know. to actually watch y'all in motion because there really is something coming around every corner because you have to keep up with this. And you have to be diligent and you're encouraging people to not stay on the sidelines. Be part of the solution. Be part of helping the mm-hmm. healing. Be part of stopping the murdering mm-hmm. of children. I mean, this is what it's all about. We're trying to save babies. We're trying to save mothers. Mm-hmm. We're trying Which to save then, precious by life. That, it saves the baby too. Absolutely. Yes. And Absolutely. it saves the next baby that's up for, unfortunately, abor- right. uh, an abortion choice. Right. Absolutely. You know, once it's, you break a, it's like you a break cycle. A cycle. Mm-hmm. When you can get a woman to choose to parent her child in difficult cir- circumstances, mm-hmm. with our support, you break a cycle. Right. Im- imagine that, Susan, in the next life. You know, we keep thinking about Ooh, and praying for heaven. You get to see all the lives <laughs> that you all have affected with the work and that God God called you to, and their babies, and their babies, babies, generations, and their babies, absolutely. Babies. And it's overwhelming, and and it not just the direct, you know, physical descendants. But how about all of the people that are spiritually healed and saved Mm 
Mm-hmm. Because in that because family, that lived. they are not making that choice anymore, right. oh, that yes. destructive choice to continue Absolutely. that cycle. Because you're right. The the choice to have an abortion and having an abortion is going to affect all the peripheral people in their lives, their immediate family and everything else. So it's mm-hmm. a beautiful, holy work y'all do, like, do at a woman's haven. So tell us the... real quickly. They go to Sarah Palin. So it's event. www as all dot right. sarah palin event dot com okay so that's s-a-r-a-h-p-a-l-i-n as in nancy dot com and we'll and put so, a we'll put a link on our facebook feed right yes, now and to it's make april sure. 22nd okay, and 23rd right yes. next thursday, thursday and next friday. friday we do have a significant amount of room left i mean maybe about 10 percent of our seating is left on both nights but so Just it's completely up. available to you if you go sign up now. Free. <laughs> it's free. It might not <laughs> be available. A really good event. We're yeah, it might not be really available in two days. I don't. Yeah. You know, right. We don't know because right. when we, we're full, we'll, we're full. Right. And that's we it. want to sell you out. So yes. so we got about a minute left. Um, I all the kudos, all the thanks. You know, you and Eddie and the whole staff there, and the people that pray for you all, and all the counselors, and all the Sadwa uh, advocates for life, and all that that goes on. Well, Thank our you. staff is amazing, but it takes you know three components, right? So it takes the general community, uh, you know, financially supporting us. It takes our staff mm-hmm. uh, that are giving the direct client services, and then it takes you know, well, four parts really, but it takes the, you know we're included in the staff. The executive team is included in the staff, but then we need God. Right. Absolutely. And, and he's right. I know. I was going to touch right, on that. That's and he's a whole right show there. Season. He's right there. Always. Absolutely. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So thank you for what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, keep up the great work. Thank and you know for that what you're doing. We're so excited to have you in studio. We are always happy to talk about A Women's Haven. Y'all are doing great and beautiful, holy work. God bless you. God bless your family, too. It's so awesome. Absolutely. So, so again, Thank you for everything you do. Uh, with a few seconds left, I'm going to toss in there as well. The following week, uh, our, again, our Fishers and Men Benefit Dinner, for you are just tuning in right now. All with things a, Catholic, with awesome, all things Catholic. I know, of course. <laughs> so we got Father Ken Geraci uh, going to be our keynote speaker. But folks, again, uh, we're going to end the show. And until next week, may all of us continue to rise and walk, baby. God bless you. <laughs> and we'll catch you again next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Rise and Walk with Richard and Julie Reyna. To listen or watch again, go to iTunes or visit the Guadalupe Radio Network Facebook page. Have a question or comment? Email us at riseandwalk at grnonline.com. And make sure to join us next week for another episode of Rise and Walk. The Salesian Sisters Virtual Fun Nun Run is on Saturday, May 1st. There are three ways you can be part of this exciting event to support our ministry. One, sponsor a community of sisters. Two, register to join us virtually for the Fun Nun Run and run, walk, or roll any distance or time on the day of the event. And three, register and get people to sponsor you as you fundraise with the sisters. For more information or to register, visit salesiansisterswest.org. 
Looking for a Catholic university where the greatest works of Western and Catholic tradition are the foundation for learning, all in an environment that is faithful to the magisterium? Recommended by the Cardo Newman Society, the University of Dallas offers an exceptional liberal arts education, preserving the wisdom of the past while preparing students for world-changing futures. Academically excellent, always faithful. Apply today at udallas.edu. Since 2004, the Mount Sacred Heart community and supporting businesses come together to support the Mighty Eagle students golf style. The proceeds from the golf tournament benefit Mount Sacred Heart to ensure the optimum educational environment for each student. The 18th annual golf tournament will be on May 14th at Canyon Springs Golf Club. For more information, email tpaulin at mountsacredheart.com or call 210-342-6711 extension 125. Your connection to our treasured Catholic faith all day, every day. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network, radio for your soul. Thanks for listening to KJMA 89.7 Floresville, San Antonio. On the Guadalupe Radio Network in South Texas. Catholic Radio for your soul. Catholic Radio for your soul. And also streaming on grnonline.com and on your smartphone.